Hey everyone and welcome. Thanks for coming back and joining me again today. Uh, I know this episode's actually coming out a little bit late. I've been sick over the last uh, week and a bit and so have my kids and it's just been a bit of chaos here at my house. But I'm super excited to be back here recording this for you and chatting to you. Today I'm going to really be working with you on something that as a teacher I found really challenging. I know that when life gets super busy as a teacher, lots of other things kind of get dropped off and become less of a priority. And today I'm going to challenge you to try and make sure that uh, particular things are still a priority, even when you are super busy. Because I know we're getting into that part of term now where things are starting to get busy. Like, you know, we've gone through that lull kind of first bit of term where kids are nice and everything's going really easily and well and you know, all your lessons are well and truly prepped beforehand and all that kind of stuff. And now we're getting into the, you know, everything else is now building on top of that. You're managing issues with students, you've got a whole bunch of other uh, work that's building up, maybe you're programming for next term already, you've got maybe reports that you're writing if you're doing senior, all kinds of stuff. So today I'm going to help you to become more efficient with the way that you work. And the way I'm going to do that is by talking to you particularly about what you eat. Now, if you want to get more information on you know, how to work less but still be a great effective teacher, I have a book that you can grab for free. I just ask you to cover postage. Just head over to teacherspd.net slash WLTM for work less, teach more. Uh, and it's got free in front of it. So teacherspd.net slash free WLTM and you will land there and you can get yourself a free copy of that book, just cover the postage and handling. Well, today I'm talking to you about your diet, right? I'm going to talk to you particularly about one ingredient in your diet and its effect on what you're doing as you work. And that ingredient is sugar. And sugar, I know when I was teaching, I had it all the time. I had a drawer that was full of just junk food that had chips, it had chocolate, it had all kinds of things. Like I actually remember doing a day as a teacher where I bought a bucket of M&Ms and I sat there and ate that bucket across the entire day while I worked, uh, particularly working at my desk trying to get programming and reporting and marking or something like that done. And I spent the whole time eating junk food. And I knew even then that it was the wrong thing to do, but I was busy and I just, I was like, no, I've, this is what I've got. This is what I'm going to eat. I'm not going to the shops. I'm not going to make myself anything else. I'm just, I'm just going to eat stuff out of my drawer. And what that does to you in terms of your mental capabilities, I think is really underrated. People get told that, you know, your, your brain works off glucose. So you need to have sugar for your brain to function. Uh, and, on the surface level, that's kind of true. Your brain only uses glucose for energy, but generally speaking, your entire body only uses glucose for energy. Uh, your body turns all energy sources basically into glucose that then turns into uh, some kind of energy system like ATP, which is what it gets broken down as. Now, your body can you know, turn other things like fat into ATP or whatever else, but glucose is definitely the main thing that gets used a lot in your body. But your body turns so many things into glucose and it can turn glucose into fat and all kinds of stuff. Your body is really capable of changing things around. But it's not just glucose. And this is our problem. See, your brain uses glucose. It does not use 
fructose, which is another sugar. It doesn't use lactose, which is another sugar. Uh, it doesn't use sucrose, which is uh, the sugar that you have on your table and stuff like that. Uh, it uses a part of sucrose. Sucrose is fructose and glucose stuck together. And so your body will break it apart and use the glucose and the fructose gets, it's becomes fairly complicated. If you want to uh, get into all the detail of that, you can go and watch the sugar film. Uh, it's got lots of detail on that. But as a teacher, the main thing that I want to focus on here is how it impacts your productivity and your ability to focus for long periods of time and get work done. And I think that we know how this kind of works because I'm sure there's lots of you who are listening who you know, you'll see your students and what they eat and you go, oh no, you know, you know what that's going to do to your classroom. You're like, oh my goodness, you know, they woke up this morning, they're walking in with a mother in their hand that is half drunk and you know, they're eating chocolate and chips and whatever else. And then they come into your classroom and they, they struggle to focus. Right? The students who are eating lots of junk food are the ones who struggle to focus unless it's kind of like in the first 20 minutes after they've eaten that junk food. And the reason for this is because when you eat something that's got sugar in it, it causes your blood to spike with sugar, which then causes your body to release insulin, and then you drop in your glucose, and then you struggle to focus. And even at your high, when you've got lots of sugar in your blood, you struggle then as well to focus, because what happens is you don't get into the zone of blood sugar in your, you know, the sugar in your blood. You don't get into the zone where your body's happy. You get beyond that, you go too high, which causes it to release lots of insulin, and then you're not really focusing a lot because this hormone of insulin is raging through your body, trying to get your body to use, put the glucose into all the cells it needs to go into, and what do I do with this fructose? Um, and so when we're eating processed foods or sugary foods, and sugary foods are you know, found all over the place, but particularly your junk food at the moment, you know, think of the chocolate in your jaw, think of you know, the sugars you put in your coffee, think of the sugar in your tea, think of your processed cereals or whatever you're eating for breakfast. What they do is they don't allow your brain to hit that zone where it can be focused for an extended period of time. And so you go up too high, and so you're a bit manic, you're a bit more scattered, you're a little bit more distracted when you're in that zone. And then when the insulin gets rid of the sugar in your blood, then suddenly you are foggy headed and you can't really focus on things. You might get hungry, you might get a headache during that time. And so you then crave more sugar. And so you actually get yourself into this process where you're going up and down as you eat your sugary foods. And I definitely found that, like I remember the day that I was eating that bucket and how I felt throughout that day. I felt very sick by the end of that day. And I got very little work done. Even though I was at my desk most of that day, it was one of my days where I happened to have a whole bunch of periods off and I was trying to get through all this work. I was very poor at getting through that work because of what I was eating. If I had have actually gone and eaten some kind of you know, complex carbohydrate or if I had have gone and had a salad or some meat or something that would have helped balance things out for my brain and for my body, then I would have been a lot more efficient, a lot more um, focused as I did my work. And so today I want to really encourage you, it's getting to that point in the year where you're going to start to accumulate you know, this kind of the chocolates in your jaw and all that kind of stuff. You're going to start drinking more coffee and that kind of stuff. So what I want to encourage you to do is actually to be really mindful of what you're eating and to try and make sure you're actually eating in a way that 
allows your brain to function optimally. And while your brain does use glucose, yeah, you want to be making sure that you're eating a complex carbohydrate that gets turned into that glucose slowly over a long period of time. Yeah, your digestive system should have to break the food down for you to be able to eat it, not it melt in your mouth or it be a liquid, you know, soft drinks and stuff like that, or even iced teas, you know, um, your flavored milks, all kinds of stuff full of sugars. And they all have the same effect in, you know, even if it's a a juice right if you're drinking a big juice or any kind of bought juice it's basically going to be something that's going to cause these issues with your blood sugar and so you want to be making sure that you focus on quality foods so that you can be focused and being more effective in your work because when yeah if you think of an athlete when they're eating they eat purposefully for what they're doing they eat very strategically they eat a lot of um, really healthy foods they look after their body so that they can perform optimally and for us as teachers we perform mentally but we still need to treat our bodies in a way so that our mental system our brain is actually functioning optimally for what we're trying to get done and the way one of the key things to make sure that that's happening you know apart from you know making sure you're getting sleep and drinking lots of sugar and avoiding your caffeine is to avoid your sugars and avoid them as much as possible. They are everywhere. Uh, I actually sat down today and watched the sugar film with my daughter who is about to turn six. And after watching the movie, I was just chatting to with her about you know, bits and pieces of what was in the movie. And she's like, dad, I'm going to go sugar-free for six years and two days. <laughs> uh, and while I know that's completely unrealistic for her uh, and for most people, but she understood how the sugar was affecting her body and how it changes her mood it makes her cranky it makes her um, get upset about things really easily it makes her not happy but a bit crazy uh, it makes her get makes makes life harder for her if she is eating lots of sugar and she knows that if she eats a bit of sugar she wants more sugar and then she's gonna want more sugar because that's the way that it works with that insulin and your blood sugar going up and down and so as you are working we're going to reduce your sugars, right? And that's all kinds of sugars. So if it's, look at, look at the labels, right? I'm a PDHPA teacher. I teach kids about health. And you should be like looking at your labels on the back of your foods. Have a look at it. See what percentage of sugar it is. It should not be more than 10% of sugar. Uh, and have a look at the ingredients. If the ingredients lists sugar or glucose syrup or cornstarch syrup or any kind of thing that might look like or sound like sugar to you uh, then that is going to be something that you probably don't want to consume uh, so look for things that don't have that and i'm not going to go into all the details of you know, sugar-free drinks and stuff they are not a good replacement don't buy things that say they're sugar-free but they're sweet uh, you're going to have the same effect on your body in fact it'll get worse you want to just eat things that are healthy things that are whole foods like eat a whole apple rather than apple juice um, yeah, that kind of stuff is what we're talking about doing just to reduce your blood sugar issues and helps you to get more work done more efficiently because you're able to focus and being able to focus. You know, I talk about in my book, being able to do focus, deep work, you get a maximum of four hours of doing that in a day. But if you're eating sugar, then you get zero hours of being able to do that in a day. And that has a massive impact on your work. It's going to make your work take 
you know, five, six, seven, maybe even 10 times as long as it would if you actually looked after yourself in terms of what you're eating. So I want to encourage you to do that. I know it's not easy to do. I would encourage you to go and talk to specialists and I don't mean a GP, I mean like a nutritionist uh, who can help you to avoid your sugars and get yourself eating a more healthy diet, uh, even if it means uh, you know, organizing things like um, HelloFresh and stuff that deliver not necessarily cooked meals and stuff, but they give you, they bring you the stuff so you don't have to stress about going and buying everything. Something that makes your eating process easier and healthier than it is at the moment. Uh, and so that you're at school eating healthy foods. Uh, maybe your canteen. I know when I was working at one of my schools, the canteen, you could pre-order stuff. And so my mum and dad used to have this very systematic order that was you know healthy salads that they would buy constantly from the canteen that were made every day and brought to them for lunch and i think that kind of thing if your canteen does that fantastic just get yourself fresh food that's healthy and basically as close to the source as possible but if you would like to learn more about how to be more efficient more focused and learn how to work less and teach more Go and get yourself a free copy of my book. It's at teacherspd.net slash free WLTM. Grab yourself a free copy there. Just pay for the postage. I would love to be able to help you more with that. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you found it interesting. And if you haven't seen the sugar film, go and watch it. I'm sure it will help you to better understand the stuff that I was talking about just then.